Want to hear some inside scoop? If your kids are as ready to go back to school as mine are, you gotta check out Kohl's. I got my daughters the cutest sew tops for under 18 bucks, Jansport backpacks for 25% off, and 30% off Levi's jeans for me. I even saved an extra 15% and picked up Kohl's cash. So, yeah, not sure who's more excited right now, me or the girls. Select styles. 15% off ends August 15th. Levi's coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store calls account for details. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. On this episode, which is live for a real, <laughs> for a real time, we're going to talk about the Texas primary that just passed, International Women's Day, which is today. And the tariffs that President Trump or well is looking to impose or or whatever. So we're going to talk about some of those and probably some other issues as well. All that and more on this episode, a live episode at that of Trinchat. Welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us, whether on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24-7. Well, TrendChat247.com is where you can go to listen to our previous episodes. But if you want to go to our social media, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24-7. See, that's the risk right there going live. See, I'm already changed up how I'm gonna <laughs> how I do the intro and everything already. But um, also I write for politichicks.com. If you want to read some of my articles, just go to politichicks.com/author/slash/brianbletso. And don't forget about the book Politichicks: Clearing Call to Political Activism, which is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Contains over 300 pages from contributors like myself talking about different issues like education, healthcare, general political issues, activism, which has my article, which talks about becoming, um, becoming a delegate at the Republican National Convention in 2016. All right. That was a, 
okay start. But like I said, we're live and we're going to keep being live on Spreaker. That's well, that's how we're always on. But we're also doing Facebook, which, hey, how y'all doing on Facebook right now? Live for the time being. Who knows how long it's going to last? Because one thing I mentioned on uh, Facebook it's a reason why I don't do a lot of these live episodes <laughs> because it, you know, I, I know I probably mentioned it a couple of times I'm a truck driver, so my studio is in the truck. So yeah, that also means it depends on where I'm at. So tonight I'm in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and the cell coverage is pretty good for just one phone. <laughs> but when you're trying to run a <laughs> run a phone video. You know, streaming live on Facebook, and at the same time, you're trying to stream live podcasts on a tablet, all using the same, you know, signal. I guess well, same data from my phone to the and the tablet. Anyway, <laughs> just just to say, I guess that just takes up a lot of. That's a strain on the signal coming from me. I, I guess I don't really know. I just know. From the previous times I tried this, one of the other stops working. Now, unfortunately for the people who are watching on Facebook, well, right now it's only one person. So to the one person that's watching on Facebook, um, unfortunately, I hope you, you know, that disconnects first because I definitely want, <laughs> I want the podcast to continue because I don't want to have to record this again. Which is actually the reason why I'm even doing a live episode tonight. Anyway, because I'm like, I don't feel like recording. <laughs> I just want to just do the episode and just move on. Because um, the one thing you maybe don't know. Um, <laughs> when I am um, doing, when I'm recording, it's a lot of takes sometimes. It just depends. Some, I don't know. Maybe I get in my head sometimes and... I'm like, I'll start the intro and I don't like how it sounds. And then I'll do it over again and over again. And, um, yeah, I can get in my head real, real easily. So it can be frustrating sometimes. Sometimes I, I just go with it. So, um, I said the last couple of episodes, the past, I said the past 10 to 10 to 20 episodes, I've not had to re-record nearly as much. I guess I'm just getting more comfortable as far as just knowing what I'm going to say and all that and just just getting more comfortable. So, um, yeah, so to, like I said, to everyone who is, if if you're still there on Facebook, you know, congratulations, you made it. The, the signal has not cut you out yet. If you're listening here on Spreaker on TrentChat247.com, one, I appreciate that very much. We also, <laughs> one thing I don't really say much is because i like i said i don't really do a lot of live episodes but we also have a chat inside trendchat247.com when you listen on on there there is a chat i actually can't tell you how to get there because <laughs> i haven't done it and that is you know that's my bad it really is but <laughs> i really don't know there's a chat i'm looking at the the program on my <laughs> on my tablet here and i see there's a chat I'm like, oh, I can actually chat with people on Spreaker while I'm doing the podcast. That would be kind of difficult given it's just me. But <laughs> but it says it feels lonely in here. So obviously nobody's in the chat. And I don't know if you 
if you find it, you know what? That's what I want to. Here's a little assignment for you. If you're listening right now and you're on TrendChat247.com, if you find the chat, sit, just say hi. I just want to see how it looks. Um, yeah, I don't even know how that even works. I'm, and I might reply I, only because I just don't know how um, it says write your message. Anyway, I'm, I'm really giving you a bunch of behind the scenes stuff right now that I need to get into what I said I was going to talk about. So first thing is the Texas primary, which has just was passed on. Well, Tuesday, that's when it was. And I was <laughs> I could say I was fortunate enough to be able to vote because um, I was on the road and I didn't know if I was going to get back in time to um, on Tuesday to vote. But I'm definitely glad I did. And um, it's funny. Let me, let me talk about this uh, story that happened when I went to the poll, my, my polling location. So um, I'm on my way walking in and. I know I park my truck in the back. I mean, I don't have the whole trailer and all. I just have the, the cab, and I park in the back and I'm walking toward walking toward the um the front. And you know, if you go to any polling location on whatever day, you know, wherever is wherever the polling location is, you um you come across a lot of poll workers, you know, campaign workers for you know various campaigns and. They're advocating for their candidate and saying, hey, you know, you come in to vote, vote for so-and-so or whatever. So on my way in, um, this one one guy approached me. He said, are you on yet? Well, let me just say this. My polling location was at the water department. <laughs> so just because you're walking into this building doesn't automatically mean you're going to go in and vote you know you might be going to pay your water bill <laughs> or something so so they had to ask him about are you going in to vote because you know he might be doing other business so yeah he said so you're on your way in to vote i said yes uh you voting democrat now if for the people that that are listening if you don't know me i am black if you, and if you're seeing me on facebook you see that now too so but uh yeah so and just to say, this was a, was a I could say I, he was a Jewish man. Um, I guess an older, older Jewish man, probably in his 50s. And uh, the reason I say, you know, I can easily say he was Jewish because he had the, what the, 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 the head dress, the, the thing you put on, on, that they have on top of the head. I don't really know the name of it, but you know what I'm talking about. And so, um, yeah, he asked me, am I voting Democrat? And I said no. And the look on his face when he when I said that, he was like, he was like, oh, you don't look like a Republican. <laughs> That's how he said it too. He was like, you don't look like a Republican. Now, after I said no, I started walking away. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm a, okay, yeah, that's the name of it. So um. <laughs> that's yeah, he was wearing that on top of his head. So that's why I'm like, okay, he's Jewish. So um, but yeah, he said. <laughs> so the Jewish man said um. You don't look like a Republican, and I was like, um, <laughs> "Well, I didn't say nothing at first, but then as I was walking, you know, to the door to go vote, I was like, well, sorry to bust your bubble.' I kind of said it in a sarcastic way. I didn't. I wanted to say something else. I wanted to actually get into a discussion, but 
unfortunately, I was like in a real hurry. I was, you know, I was there to vote and just keep moving because I, um, I was, you know, under a load and I had to to deliver and I had to. All, I had just enough time to go in and vote and just keep going, keep moving on the road. And so, um, but yeah, so it was funny. And that's not the first time that ever happened. It's happened before. And I get a kick out of it every time. I also get a kick out of it when I go inside the polling place. And, you know, you have, well, maybe you don't know. In Texas, uh, you have, you know, Republicans on one end and you have Democrats on one on one end of the room sometimes. And so when I walk in and the, the person that, you know, asks me where I'm going, I say I'm going to Republican. It's just funny. Cause a lot of times, a lot of the Democrats, most of the time there's, it's, you know, black people working at the table and <laughs> so I've seen different looks. Some, you know, I'm not going to say this happened every time, but most of the time it's like indifferent. They don't show any, <laughs> You don't see any expression on their faces, but they ain't always the case. Every now and then, I'll <laughs> I'll come in and say I'm voting Republican. And I'll see a black person looking like what? <laughs> have that like <laughs> had that like uh, <laughs> confused look on his face, like what? <laughs> but um, and I should have got that look at this place where I, um where I you know where I voted <laughs> this Tuesday. It wasn't like. <laughs> He made an made a comment or nothing, but it was funny because I, I actually, you know, I actually kind of look for it now. <laughs> just it, it, it's just funny to me because I I think it, yeah I get a kick out of it anyway. From the um, primary, I mean there were some ups and downs, and you know, you know I would say the highlight was um. Yeah, uh, Ted Cruz won his primary, but that's not so much a highlight only because that was just you know that was a foregone conclusion. I mean, come on, you really think he was going to lose? So, so that was a given. And even you know what they talking about, you know, uh, Governor Abbott and you know Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Yeah, you figured they were going to win, but I will say the highlight of the primary for me was. Uh, Texas Representative Jason uh, Villaba <laughs> lost to <laughs> Lisa Luby Ryan. That was the highlight for me. Um, I, you know, I I don't know how many people listening. If you're not from Texas, and you know, you have no clue of who he is. Um, the people who are in Texas, and especially if you live in the Dallas area, you know who I'm talking about. But this guy. For one, he has been basically just daring anybody to run against him. And quite, you know, I'm just going to make a very general statement uh, about him right quick. Just just say, he's a rhino. Just put it that way. I'm just going to not going to really get into all like what he is. He, just a, a typical rhino in um, in the Texas House of <laughs> used to be in the Texas house now, but anyway, this guy, he, he was just daring any, any challenger to, you know, to go against him in the primary. And this time he had somebody and <laughs> he lost had, that was the highlight of my night for real. <laughs> um, 
it was good to see the you know good members from especially from the Texas Freedom Caucus to retain their seats. Um, there were some that weren't uh, uh, well. All of them that were already in office retained their seats, but there were some others that I, I kind of hoped um, other I would get to other rhinos that um, that I definitely would have wanted to to lose their seat to someone to maybe that you know be a lot more conservative. Uh, you have others have representatives out there who went out and basically said one thing to basically appeal to conservative voters only to go to Austin and basically revo- you know turn into the your, your typical rhino you know down in Austin and so a, a couple of them had challengers that you know a good number of them did not win so those same as you know Austin establishment Republicans are going back for another two years to basically do what they do. And it's up to we, the people of Texas, to do what we do and hold them accountable and try to, you know, try to help out the good guys down there in Austin. And hopefully they will get some, speaking of the Texas Freedom Caucus, hopefully they, hopefully they'll get some some more members or, um, you know, to, to the caucus and do some, some positive change down there in Austin next year. So it's going to be interesting next year with, um, with all of that. And yeah, like I said, it was, um, it was good overall, the primary pretty much, um, so now, anyway, moving on toward the well. Naturally, we're not moving on to the general because a lot of these races weren't deci- weren't uh, well weren't decided on election day. So they're going off to a runoff. So I think that's in May. Oh, what well, I'm saying, May. Um, oh, is it May? Maybe it's, I forgot. I think it's May twenty second. But um, so. <laughs> So that's actually the next step, and then after that, then on to the general. But yeah, so also I did post something. Speaking of the primary, um, I mean it's not like my name wasn't on the ballot. Let me put it this way: <laughs> my name wasn't on the ballot, but you know, I am. You know, I wanted to become precinct chair in my precinct in Arlington, Texas. And, you know, first all you had to do is file, fill out the little application and then, you know, have your name on the list. And if no one else files, then you basically run unopposed and just wait until, um, wait till June, uh, July to, um, <laughs> to become a precinct chair, which that's what I did. It's, <laughs> it's funny cause I posted, a status saying, you know, I ran a clean, unopposed campaign <laughs> to become precinct chair in precinct two five five three, which I, <laughs> you know, running a campaign basically meaning that I just filed 
and just waited filed and waited that's really all i did so um um but i'm looking forward to actually you know becoming a priest chair and walking around um the you know the neighborhood and just to get a feel of um of the people there i've already driven around a couple of times just to kind of get an idea but i'm looking forward to it and I'm actually really wondering how it's going to go because I've been told from the, um, well, he still is the current precinct chair right now, but the one I'm that's leaving when I take over, that is a, um, I guess you'd call like a light blue or a um, light, light Democrat precinct. So I, I kind of look at that as a challenge. Maybe, you know, try to see <laughs> If I could, uh, you know, change that, I don't know how, but I'm, you know, that by him saying that, they're just kind of like, oh, okay, maybe let's see, see if we if we can change that some some way or another. I don't know, <laughs> but um, all right, um, I guess we're gonna go to our next topic, which will be International Women's Day, which is today, um. I'm not gonna really have a lot to say about this. Well, I have something. I have something to say. So, before I get to that, let's hear from my friends with the Founder Project. Hello, Trend Chat listeners. If you like the Founding Project's civics education video series, Civics for All Ages, and our educational meme series, we think you will love our new website. Join us at thefoundingproject.com and be a part of the civics movement. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. So, today is International Women's Day. So, it's... Well, for one, isn't this National uh, well, National Women's Month, too? So, but yeah, so, like I said... Happy International Women's Day to the ones who who care about it. So, clap it up for everyone. Now, like I said, I don't, um, I'm not going to have too much to really talk about this. Actually, I want to use this time to kind of do what we, what we did on, uh, on wealth all our social media well except for Instagram we did it on Facebook and Twitter but um what we did was that um we wanted to highlight the the organizations or the you know the groups out there that we <laughs> know that we we know are not going to get recognized when the mainstream media talks about you know happy when they say Happy International Women's Day, they're they'll talk about all these other, you know, um, organizations. There, most um, I guarantee they talked about the Women's March, and they probably probably brought up Planned Parenthood or um, all Who knows? Girl Scouts, which you know, I don't know if they still are connected with Planned Parenthood or not, but I'm pretty sure. And those are the ones you hear about. And so, but I want to do something different because I know all those are getting all the praise. So, and praise that they, 
really shouldn't get because, you know, Planned Parenthood just is killing women <laughs> in the womb. And you know, Women's March is run by a radical, <laughs> radical Muslim woman. <laughs> so, but, uh, and who, yeah, who, who is in favor of Sharia law. And that's, that was kind of weird for Linda Sarsour, the, the, I guess the founder of the Women's March to be all, um, you know, she's for Sharia law. And then she goes to uh, Paul Ryan's office and get arrested. <laughs> and I remember seeing someone post that um, I'm pretty sure she doesn't want to be on the Sharia law now, you know, given that she got arrested, <laughs> given that her, um, <laughs> you know, if you go with Sharia law, as opposed to American law, I'm pretty sure she would like American law right now. Why she, you know, when she gets arrested, she she wouldn't want that. Um, what she would get if she was back home. But nevertheless, like I said, I want to want to bring up other organizations, other groups that you may not hear about anywhere else, really. And so I want to use this International Women's Day to bring up. First off. I've already mentioned them. It's Politichicks. <laughs> and that I write for Politichicks.com. So that's one I definitely want to bring up. And Anne-Marie Morell and you know, Morgan Brittany, Sonia Sasser, and all the contributors, you know, men and women who are on Politichicks. And really encourage you just to go to Politichicks.com. There's always a lot of great articles. Um... <laughs> Unfortunately, I haven't written anything in a while, which me saying that actually kind of, hmm, yeah, I haven't written anything in a while. But that doesn't mean, you know, there's plenty of people who are writing and they're all, you know, they're writing great content. And I would encourage you to head over there for some, for, you know, Opinion news actually might get some other things from Trend Chat in, in the future on on there maybe so so yeah first politics and now um, another um, is um, future female leaders actually we had uh, Amanda Owens on Trend Chat last year and you know they're a great organization especially for um, women uh, in college and universities so you know that's another great organization you can especially especially if you have a you know a daughter in college and she wants to connect with some other conservative women you know that's a they'll be a gr- great resource to to be an encouragement um, to them and they may have a chapter in that university. You just had, had to check with a futurefemaleleaders.com. Uh, next one is NRA women. Now, the NRA is very, you know, polarizing, especially right now. It's like it's it's very quote unquote controversial right now. So, but I love the NRA. I think it's great. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone has their have an issue with the NRA 
not being, I guess, more, uh, for, I guess, to be even more of an advocate for the Second Amendment. Maybe they'll you know, disagree with some things that they maybe have lobbied for or whatnot. But like I can say one thing when it comes to the NRA is that the Democrats, you know, liberals, progressives, whatever you want to call them, socialists, Marxists, uh, you know, communists, um, all of them, they don't differentiate when it comes to all these other gun, whether we, whether you're talking about the uh, gun owners of America or you're talking about the um, the national gun rights, you know, uh, association, uh, any, of the, any of these other, you know, gun organizations, which are, are, are well, you know, well received as well, you know, all regardless of which one you like the most, when the left wants to punch him back to talk about guns, the organization they look at is the NRA. And so for that reason alone is what I I tend to rather, you know, defend the NRA as opposed to always finding something, some reason to to, to bash them. <laughs> and I mean, they do a lot more good than what what supposed harm that some may say that um that the NRA does as far as protecting the second amendment i think they do a whole lot a, a much better job <laughs> and and like i said <laughs> they're the organization everyone looks at and that and that in it's that right there is enough to where i'm definitely am supportive of the of the nra and so I, in that they also have you know a women's um I guess section <laughs> and where they have their own events and everything. And, and they have like a, like a dinner at the NRA annual meetings. And they also have their own separate, um, uh, events as well. And so as far as teaching women to in one, even to, to be knowledgeable about guns or, and to, to be more, uh, to be more comfortable around guns, and so uh, that's a, like I said, NRA women. That's another uh, another organization to look into. Another one will be Ladies of Liberty, um, similar to kind of like uh, future female leaders, but um, honestly, don't know. I don't know everything about all these organizations I know about them but I, my, my main my main issue right now I just want to make sure that I just want to introduce these groups to to you if you have heard of them great if you haven't maybe you know look into them and so I'm just bringing them up so I'm kind of going to maybe go a little bit quicker and so the next one will be second to none which is a website um, run by Stephanie Reese, who is uh, with uh, Springfield Armory. We actually had her on twice last year and uh, talked about her website and and what she wants to accomplish with this um, new venture. And r right now it's kind of a, 
uh, kind of like a lifestyle uh, website, kind of, you know, f- focused on women and to kind of show a Second Amendment lifestyle geared towards you know, more of a female focused lifestyle website. If that helps, sound like it didn't, but <laughs> but I would just say I talked with Stephanie Reese a couple of well a couple of months ago, and I don't have the episode number, but it was like in December, and she talked about it, and she did a much better job than I just did. So I would just say go back to that episode <laughs> where where she talked about it. Um, Network of Enlightened Women. Which also um, is also deals in college and universities. They have they they're looking to expand. They have a lot of chapters in the on the East Coast. Um, they're looking to expand out out west. And like I said, this this um, organization is uh, kind of like uh, the one I mentioned before, and. You know, but I mentioned like some of these groups. It's like, especially two of them, Net, uh, Network for Enlightened Women and Future Female Leaders, like where they kind of focus uh, on uh, college and universities where they have chapters. Um, and so, there are a lot of options for conservative women in college. It's just you have to find them. And th- I'm mentioning these two. Because you know it's International Women's Day, but also you have Turning Point, which is also in um, in the colleges as well. So, and if you go in that, there's others outside outside of Turning Point as well. So there are options. I just want if your parents are listening right now, there are are options out there for that conservative in um, that is in college right now. So um, I said another one. I'm gonna mention just the other the other two. Uh the independent independent women's forum and uh the clear Claire Luth um Claire Luth Booth Policy Policy Institute. So and well armed woman. So the fact that I just said well armed woman is kinda of tells you what it's about. It's it's about having women well armed. <laughs> So there are others as other organizations that will as well. I just wanted to just to highlight those only because, like I said, I'm pretty sure you're not going to hear about them during, um, you know, whenever CNN or whatever is talking about International Women's Day. They're, they're definitely not going to ho- highlight these um, these groups or, you know. The women behind, you know, these um, these organizations, uh, Antonia Okafor, you know, her initiative with Empowered, as far as you know, just like the name says, just empowering empowering women to be comfortable with you know with guns and to just know their right to self defense. And another one is uh, Alexo. Well, I'm gonna make sure I get this Alexo Athletica. Which is a uh, a brand of uh, activewear for for women, and but it's also 
a, a brand to where it makes um, that has. I guess you can ha- uh, has um, well like running pants that where you can, you know, where you can conceal carry or where you can carry your weapon of choice. Put it that way, because it's not just for guns. It could be you know pepper spray or knives or whatever. So those two as well. So I'll say look all into all of those if <laughs> if you want to support you know these organizations. And um, yeah. So, all right. Wow, that <laughs> didn't know we were go- we going that long. But then again, I definitely wanted to give just all these organizations. Organizations just want to give them some, you know, give them a shout out. And once again, so <laughs> happy National Women's Day, everybody. <laughs> Well, to the women, I guess. So, all right. I guess we'll get into these tariffs since I got a couple more minutes. So, but before that, let's hear another word from our friends with the Founder Project. Hello, Trend Chat fans. The Founding Project invites you to experience our latest resource to take civics to citizens, TFP's new website. Visit us at www thefoundingproject.com Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Join us today. Tariffs. <laughs> Tariffs. Make sure to say it that way. You don't want to mumble that word. It sounds too close to terrorists. Uh, <laughs> but um, Tariffs. Or in, I guess you can call them taxes, <laughs> but pretty sure I'm guessing if if you're listening to me, you probably have listened to any other <laughs> news or whatever, <laughs> and have heard about President Trump wanting to impose tariffs on steel or in aluminum, and. We've been down this road before, I, I, you know. I think, I guess we uh, was it President Bush, he did it, and there's others that have done it. I'm not. I'm. I've heard all the stats. I've heard, you know, about how much steel is coming from this country and that country. What you know? What I'm not finna get into all that. Really, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm quite simply just going to say I'm for free markets. I'm for free trade. And um, when it comes to free market principles, this doesn't I'm I'm not I'm not with this simply on that. (laughs) Not even like I said, like I'm not getting into the stats and how much how many billions and trillions or whatever go into back and forth. I don't care, honestly. As a free market principled person, <laughs> I'm not for tariffs. <laughs> so I'm just leaving it at that for one. Now, in saying that, I also have been hearing back and forth from, I think President Trump said it himself, I think others have said it as well, this uh, free and fair trade. <laughs> and when I heard that, honestly, 
quite honestly, when I when I heard that, it, it kind of reminded me of when I saw that CNN video where um, that that general and that journalist was at the shooting range, and <laughs> and that general picked up the, <laughs> picked up that <laughs> rifle and said full semi-automatic, and I was like, what? When, full semi-automatic. I'm not going to get too much into that, but just, I mean, honestly, if you just said a word, just said a word, full semi-automatic. Just, it, you know that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so anyway, when I heard when I when I hear people mention about fair and what free and fair trade, I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> you know, uh, free and fair. Uh, not really uh, don't really go together it could be free it might not be fair <laughs> because because it's free if it, if you're talking about a, a real free trade you're not gonna have you, you're gonna have winners and losers so so it might not you're gonna have some that's are not gonna be able to compete and that's you know sucks for them they can't if they can't compete they just can't it's not up to the government to be to try to equalize um the the outcomes and so and so like i said when i heard free and fair trade also another thing i thought about too is when um is i don't know how many of you have heard about heard the term um fair trade like when it comes to coffee, it's just called fair trade coffee or something like that. And basically, if if you ever heard of that uh, term when it comes to coffee or something, or it could be something else, it could be you know um, tea or whatever. I don't know. But basically, uh, like fair trade coffee is is essentially kind of like well, I'm trying to think. Um, affirmative action for coffee in a way where it's not based on how you know how good the coffee is or how um that this one that this coffee is <laughs> this coffee brand is more competitive is is it just have a better quality and than the others no it just they have set set aside one country to have an advantage over another um over another country just based off of well you know they can't you know they they can't live up or they can't really um uh, can't compete with this other company so they try to equal <laughs> equalize the the two companies to where it's quote unquote fair, but that's not fair because if that other entity can't hold up their end and you have another, uh, another company that, that can produce a better product and for, for a better quality. So by, by trying to equalize both, you're really hurting you know the the better quality brand so like i said we 
when you're talking about fair trade, just um, it's <laughs> fair. When I start hearing fair trade, you start I'm, I'm really start thinking about okay, this kind of feels social socialist. <laughs> My social socialism <laughs> antenna starts perking up. I bet you Bernie Sanders probably loved this <laughs> in a way. Um, oh, f- uh, fair trade. Fair, I'm not going to do a Bernie Sanders imp- <laughs> impersonation, but. Um, oh wow! Two minutes left. I oh okay. I really need to pay attention. But um, uh, but um, well yeah. I I just say this. If um, maybe maybe you know the president is using this as some sort of negotiation with these tariffs, and what he you know, I don't know. But um, this. Uh, yeah, I hope I hope actually that's what it is, as opposed to just wanting to impose these tariffs and thinking this is going to um, be a positive for the country. Because in one hand, you already have done you had tax reform, but now you're going to basically um, do taxes on the other end. So, yeah, anyway, I gonna go ahead and get going and um just gonna go ahead and get this uh, music playing at the end <laughs> so, so uh, there we go yeah look at that it, it almost sounds professional <laughs> but, um yeah i guess i've stayed live on here on facebook and i was live on on spreaker so hey you know that's an accomplishment in itself right there. You know, hey. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we should. All right, cut that off. Anyway, I appreciate y'all listening. So, until next week, I'll chat with you later. Whether your kids are taking notes or passing them, reading textbooks or sending texts, there will still be lots to see the school year. And that's why Pearl Vision wants to help you ensure they see it all. So they're covering the out-of-pocket cost or your insurance copay for your eye exam. Schedule your family's eye exams at PearlVision.com. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 1031-2021. Exams available at the Independent Doctors of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision. Minute Maid slushies are back at McDonald's. And if you'd like to thank me for that information, I'll gladly take a slushie. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Right now, treat yourself to a small Minute Maid slushie, like the new strawberry watermelon flavor for $1.59. Or try small McCafe frappes and smoothies for just 2 bucks. Price and participation may vary. Limited time only. Minute Maid is a trademark of the Coca-Cola Company.